<clears throat> All right. Well, what's up, everybody? Grim Green back here today. Thank you so much for freaking joining me again. I, you, I always stream on Tuesday at 2 p.m. I believe that's correct. I believe I always stream Tuesday at 2 p.m. I know I've messed up the times a few times in the past, and people jump on and they're like, oh, look, Nick's, Nick's streaming at, at 10.30 a.m. on a Wednesday. Yeah, I've messed up the dates before. I'm trying to keep that. I'm trying to keep that all. Welcome, you guys. Welcome to Tuesday Bro Tuesday. Welcome to freaking Tuesday Bro Tuesday. Using this old microphone again. I don't know. I just decided I wanted to try it out again. I was just bored of that little shotgun mic. I was using that shotgun mic because I felt like it w- it wasn't covering up my face as much. But I feel like uh, I feel like this one's gonna be fine. I feel like this one's gonna be fine. So welcome everybody to Tuesday Bro Tuesday. William pointed out in the chat that it is Super Mario Day. And I, uh, I don't know anything about that. I didn't have any time to Google that. So I'm going to verify his accusations and, and see if today is at... Holy crap, it's Super Mario Day. Unbelievable. Happy Super Mario Day. Damn, I have nothing. I have no Marios to even play today. I don't have Mario Go on my iPhone. I don't have a Nintendo Switch. I have nothing to play Mario, and that's really a bummer because it is actually March 10th Mario Day. Unbelievable. Well, welcome to Mario. Welcome to Mario Day today here on Tuesday Bro Tuesday. You know, the big thumbnail, what I had on the thumbnail is the gateway effect. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah, we're going to be talking about the gateway effect just a little bit. Yes. Hello to you, Vaping Bum J. Hello, Grim Gray. Yes. I'm not changing my name. Not changing my name from Grim Green to Grim Gray. Although that would be cool. That's like a pretty baller Gandalf type of move, isn't it? I feel, I'd feel i feel like that's a baller Gandalf kind of move. Stay hydrated, Hydro homies. So yeah, we're here today. We're going to talk about some news. We're going to talk about some things. We're going to talk about some goings on. You know, I just want to take a real quick moment right now to apologize to basically all of my international viewers and international subscribers. I know I have a lot of subscribers across the world and across the European Union and and in the UK and the United Kingdom, and all I've been focusing on is United States legislation, uh, you know, politics and, and Trump and legislation and vape bans and flavor bans. And that's just what we're going through right now. And it's where I happen to be. So that is the topic that's getting discussed. <laughs> Maybe someday when we're not dealing with all of this hogwash. I should have just committed and, and used the B word. I just should have committed and said bullshit. But I wanted to chicken out and say hogwash. Or Maybe someday when we're done dealing with all of this hogwash, straight up hogwash, we can get back to some more, uh, you know, how you remember how it used to be when it was fun and we were just we, we would just have fun and we would just hang out and fellowship and talk about vaping and talk about liquids and DIY and like, oh, you built some dope coils. Well, I built some dope coils. Let's compare these dope coils. Oh, you got a new RDA. I got a new RDA. Let's compare some dope RDAs. Man, we used to have so much fun in the vaping community, and now it's just serious business all the time. And it's especially serious here on Tuesday Bro Tuesday. This is not uh, this is not the show. <laughs> this is not the show where we have fun or goof off or do anything fun. This is serious. This is serious time over here. But we're going to be talking about the gateway effect. We're also going to be talking about uh, yeah that that alcohol ice cream. Wow. 
Yeah, fun. What, what's fun? What's that? Remember fun? Listen, if you guys want some fun, and I'm talking about some real bona fide fun, I decided that today at 4.30, uh, we're going to call it 4.20 p.m. on my Instagram. If you go to the Grim Green Instagram and give me a follow, I'm going to go live. We're going to roll up and smoke uh, a cannabis cigarette as, as, an act of, uh, as an act of liberty and freedom uh, in the United States and in the state of California. That's what we're going to do. Yep, everyone tells you your whole life, marijuana cigarettes, they're a gateway to all these all, old, all these other hard drugs. If you get stoned even once, your next stop is just fucking crack or something, apparently, which turned out to be completely untrue. I remember sitting in Dare in seventh grade. Was it seventh grade or sixth grade? I don't quite remember. Dare class, sixth grade. They were telling me that, that smoking weed, it's a gateway. If you smoke weed, you'll just start doing a bunch of other drugs and you'll flush your life down the toilet and you don't even try it. Just don't even ever even try it because you'll ruin your life, right? That's what we were told. That's what we were all told. That's what everybody in dare class was told. That's going to ruin your life. And then later that same year, I got stoned for the first time. I didn't do any other drugs. It didn't ruin my life. And you kind of start putting two and two together like, wow, maybe they were just lying to us. <laughs> maybe they're just lying to us. Maybe they're over-exaggerating to try to like scare you, you know? Like, well, okay, it's not, maybe it won't lead you to other drugs, but it doesn't hurt you to think that. It doesn't hurt for us to sort of misrepresent the truth to the young people in order to maybe scare them away from, from something that we think they shouldn't be doing. Man, I'm going, I, that was a weird little tangent right there, but it's true. It's not going to ruin your life, and we're going to smoke some weed at 4.30 on my Instagram. But welcome to Tuesday, bro, Tuesday. I'm excited. I just wanted to read you this one thing. I don't want to talk about coronavirus very much other than, I know, reefer madness, Addy. Reefer madness. The world was going to end. The world was going to end. Yeah, I think it was uh, sixth grade for me, Angela. I'm trying to think. I don't remember uh, middle school very well at all because I've blocked a lot of it out because middle school was literally some of the worst years in my life. Seventh grade, I still consider to be one of my just most unhappy. I hated it years. I hated most of I hated most of school to begin with. I didn't want to go to I didn't want to go to high school. I wanted to drop out of high school. Couldn't drop out of high school. I barely finished high school. I, you know, if, if it wasn't, okay, I don't even want to say that. Nepotism is how I got through high school. Let's say that. <laughs> Nepotism is how I got through high school. I hate it. I hate school. I, I don't learn that way. I can't just be sat down with a bunch of other people and told the same thing as a bunch of other people in the same exact way that you would tell a bunch of other people and then expect me to learn the exact same way that other people learn. Nobody does that. Nobody learns the exact same way that other people learn. People learn uniquely and individually. And it's crazy how much you can learn and read and accomplish when you actually want to. And you're actually, you know, into it. Like you're actually excited. You're interested in a topic. Instead of, oh, here, learn fucking fractions at like 10 years old. You're going to need these. 
fuck no, I never have. And I, and I knew back then I wouldn't if they would let kids focus on things that actually interested them instead of forcing them to learn how to, you know, learn how to do calculus so that you can get college credits. So you can go to college and get some fucking worthless degree. Sorry. I'm not here to rant on, on the public education system. Everybody learns differently. Every single person, even two people that say, oh, I learn by doing their method of doing will probably be different from each other. Everybody literally learns in a completely different way. Hmm. Anyway, how did I get off on that tangent? We were t- I was dare. We were talking about dare. Yeah. I don't want to talk about, uh, <clears throat> I may have ruined my voice a little bit earlier and I don't know exactly how this happened or why it even happened, but I was walking around today, I'm, I'm getting dressed, I'm feeling fresh, I'm, I'm fixing up the vlog, I'm getting my stream ready, I'm doing all this you know, pre-work for the stream, and I just thought in my head, well, it's been a long time since I've done my death metal vocals. I've been talking to my buddy Jim, and I've been listening to my old band quite a bit, and I was thinking, man, I used to have some just mighty, rumbly, amazing death metal vocals, just incredible. And I did it for years and years and I loved it and I knew how to do it. And I thought, well, I haven't done my death metal vocals in a while. So I was in the living room and I just busted out into some uh, really loud, abrasive death metal vocals. I was just saying nonsense words. And I was like, all right, I can still do it a little bit. And then my voice like hurt instantly right after. It was like tender and sore like right afterwards. So I think my death metal vocal days are over and I'm still feeling the repercussions of even attempting them today, which shouldn't that that should have never happened in the first place. I knew I had to talk today. I knew I'd have to get on a stream and talk for like an hour and a half. No, Bradley. No, no. Maybe give me like a give me like 2 or 3 weeks to recover from trying them the first time. And I'll try them again. We'll try them on a Tuesday, bro, Tuesday, or we'll try them on a vlog again. So coronavirus. I don't really want to talk about coronavirus. Here's where I'm at with coronavirus. I'm legitimately scared of coronavirus. I don't want to get sick. I'm just staying home. I'm not leaving the house. I have that luxury that I can just stay home. I can just stay here and be here, and I never have to leave the house, and that makes me feel great. I'm turning into like Howard Hughes. I'm going to have like tissue boxes on my feet soon, and I'm going to be talking about all the germs in the house. Not quite, but I'm on my own quarantine. I'm not infected. I am. I don't have COVID-19. I'm just staying away from the population. And I would suggest everybody stay away from as much of the population as you possibly can. And I want to just want to read a real quick something here. It's not about coronavirus, but it kind of relates to coronavirus. I'm not 100% sure where... This came from, this came from uh, a fella I follow on Twitter, Joel Gitchell. Joel Gitchell? Started following Joel. Now, Joel's not, uh, you know, some sort of influencer or celebrity or anything like that. He, he's literally a, con- a public health consultant <laughs> on tobacco harm reduction. And uh, he, he's just an all-around uh, smart guy. He tweets a lot about THR, tobacco harm reduction, vaping, things like this. And he posted something today about the coronavirus. And I just wanted to read it because I thought it was really interesting. And I don't know what this is from. I don't know what this is from. It's basically just a screenshot. Uh, if you want to follow Joel Gitchell, I'll put his link down in the description after this is, uh, after this is all done. But this is talking about uh, the, the influenza epidemic. So the flu, right? This is the flu epidemic of 1918. 
When the influenza epidemic of 1918 infected a quarter of the U.S. population, killing tens of millions of people, seemingly small choices made the difference between life and death. Listen up. As the disease was spreading, Wilmer Cruzen, Philadelphia's health commissioner, allowed a huge parade to take place on September 28th. Some 200,000 people marched in the following days and weeks, the bodies piled up in the city morgues. By the end of the season, 12,000 Philadelphia residents had died because of the flu, because of the influenza virus. In St. Louis, at that same time, a public health commissioner named Max Starkloff. That's just a cool name. Starkloff. Max Starkloff decided to shut the city down. Ignoring the objection of influential businessmen, he closed the city's schools, bars, and cinemas, and sporting events. Thanks to his bold and unpopular actions, the per capita fatality rate in St. Louis was half of Philadelphia's. In total, roughly 1,700 people died from the influenza in St. Louis, compared to the 12,000 that died in Philadelphia because their health commissioner wanted to have a march of 200,000 people. In the coming days, thousands of people across the country will face the choice of being a cruisin' or a Starcloth. And for me, I'm going Starcloth all the way. Casey was reading me news last night that they're considering canceling Coachella, and I said, good, they should. I don't care. There are, way, there are things that are more important than money right now. And I think uh, all of our health is, is something that's much more important than that. They should be canceling sports games. They should be canceling concerts. I know my wife works in concerts, and that's not good for her job or paycheck. I don't want her to die. I don't want to die. I don't want to spread this around. I don't want to live in a weird post-apocalyptic, really boring dystopia where we just have coronavirus everywhere. And it's like, well... If you want to leave your house, you're going to have to pull like a Desmond from Lost, pull out a full hazmat suit, put on a gas mask, get the gloves, duct tape around the gloves, you know, duct tape around the booties, and then you can drive up to Ralph's and, and get your, your vegan gluten-free cream cheese, and then you can come home and, and disrobe. I don't want that to be normal. I don't want, you know, I don't want that. I'm staying home. I would suggest everybody stay home. Look, I'll be here at home on YouTube inevitably when they lock the country down, I'll be here and we can all hang out together and be coronavirus free. So just whether you think it's, whether you think that this is some sort of hoax, which I don't know why you would think that, whether you think this isn't a big deal or whether you think it is a big deal, that doesn't matter. Just precautions. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. <laughs> don't rub your eyeballs. That's the worst thing you can possibly do is rub your eyeballs. And it's hard, right? Don't touch your face. That's ridiculous. That's imp it's hard. It's hard. It's okay, Tom. You can be late. Only you, Tom Sharrow. You can always be late. So look, coronavirus is real. It's a thing. It's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. And I just want to remind everybody, a few weeks ago, Italy had like... 12 confirmed cases, and now they have thousands upon thousands of confirmed cases. A lot can change in two weeks. A lot can change in two weeks. Look, Beecher is driving up here to hang out with me in like two weeks. Our plan is to go to Disneyland, and if coronavirus is still rampantly running through the country, 
and nobody's getting tested, I'm not going to Disneyland. What are you, crazy? All those little kids with their little sticky kid hands, germs and touching everything, and then I touch everything, and then I touch my face. Not a fucking chance. I'm not going to Disneyland. And that's saying a lot, because I really want to go to Disneyland. Okay, you're late too. Death Wish is late. That's it, stream over. The first, uh, the first little bit of, uh, of news, I guess, that I really wanted to get in here. I got three articles today. If we could actually get through them, if we could actually get through these three articles, I'd be really, really excited. But the first thing, the very first thing, besides coronavirus, I don't think it's a hoax. Corona is a mutated influenza strain that is killing babies and old people, just like the other influenza breaks that happen every year. Yes, I think it's a mutated influenza strain. Uh... I, I hope there's no anti-vaxxers here, but they're part of the problem. <laughs> they're definitely part of the problem. Yeah, no, no youths are being affected. It's only uh, people with compromised immune systems and the elderly. So nothing for our government to worry about. There's no money uh, in the elderly unless they're sick. Disposable gloves and a vape mask, Disney it up. Look, maybe I might. I might try to brave Disneyland. Is Disneyland, you know, is going to Disneyland worth getting coronavirus? To ride Rise of the Resistance? Fucking maybe. I'm I'm dying to watch that. I'm dying. Dying to ride that ride. So let's read a little bit. Let's just jump into this. Let's just jump into this. The first thing I wanted to read today uh, comes from Australia, mate. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. That was me make, doing an impersion, impersonation. Hi. This is, uh, that was me doing an impersonation of Kevin Malone from The Office doing his impersonation of a Australian accent. I'm not sure if anybody remembers that episode, but he couldn't do it. All he just kept saying was mate. Because it was, it was dumb. Nick, have you checked that water bottle? What am I checking it for? Oh, for, uh, for no, but I washed it with soap and water inside and out. And I've been refilling it. This is my refill water bottle. It's been washed and sanitized and it just gets fridge water from my fridge. I've been cleaning the house like crazy. I've been washing my hands. It's crazy. I just really don't want to get sick. I don't want to be that number. I don't want to be that you know, well, 13th person in uh, Los Angeles County. I'm not being that person. You bet your ass I'm not being that person. Um, I don't do a vape buffet on Tuesday, bro, Tuesday, but I will say I'm using this. It's a Proton Mini mod that is topped with a, uh, what tank is that? Falcon 2. There's a Falcon 2 in there, and that's filled up with... Uh, Prickly smooth, prickly smooth. Yeah, it's great. It's great. So shout out to Inakin and Horizon Tech for uh, for keeping me off of cigarettes, as well as Main Vape Co. for making prickly smooth liquid that I just absolutely love. See, that's the thing, the vape and fish. Try to find any concrete information, even from the CDC on their website about coronavirus. People tell me the same thing. It's not airborne yet. Uh-uh. Other people telling me it's definitely airborne already. 
Definitely 100%. Some people tell me, oh, it can only survive on a surface for like seven hours. Other people are saying, nope, can survive on a surface much longer than seven hours, much longer than seven hours. And for me, I would like to err on the side of caution. Right, just wash your hands. All you have to do, wash your hands, don't touch your face, vape a bunch, because honestly, propylene glycol is an antibacterial. So I think it would be funny and ironic if no vapors got coronavirus because we were all inhaling propylene glycol and, uh, you know, <laughs> debacterializing our lungs every with every inhale. You can't. You can't trust anything that comes out of the CDC, John. You just can't. You you might have been able to before, before like, you know, the, the glass ceiling came down. The glass ceiling? Now I'm using that incorrectly. Before the, you know, the Oz curtain came down, you did kind of trust the CDC. I used to kind of trust the CDC. You go, it's the CDC. They're the Centers for Disease Control. It's the Center for Disease Control. We have an entire like organization within our federal government that is literally titled the Center for Disease Control. They are supposed to be on top of this. They are supposed to be controlling this. It's right in their name. Center for Disease Control, it's right in their name. I feel like they're not controlling much. And after they ha- after how they handled Evoli, are you kidding me? My faith in the CDC is gone, completely lost. They drug that out. They let people die. Because they wanted people to stop vaping. Stop vaping. Good Lord. Could you imagine if they just, oh, COVID-19, stop breathing. It's the only way to be sure. It's the only way to be sure you won't get sick is to stop breathing. Could you imagine that kind of guidance from the CDC? It wouldn't be entirely shocking if Mike Pence got up there and was just like, well, the CDC said we've stopped breathing. And that's the only sure way. to. So we stop breathing. Stop breathing. Stop breathing. Anyway, stop breathing, you guys. Just stop. Just stop breathing. That's the only way. That's the only way. That's the only way. CDC controls capitalism. Interesting take. Interesting take, Addy Tooney. Oh, yeah, John, absolutely. Uh, There are lots. The problem is CDC isn't letting third-party companies uh, implement or execute their tests because the CDC doesn't approve of their tests. If you want to get your test approved, you have to go through like this bureaucratic sort of PMTA process with the CDC to have your corona test kits approved by the CDC and then circulated, you know, into circulation. CDC won't let people use third-party tests and they're not taking the the data from third-party tests and including it in any of their announcements or press releases or anything like that. It's, it's, it's fucking criminal. It's criminal. Could you imagine, could you fucking imagine if you, even with Evoli, right? If you were, let's say a parent, you know, and, and you're just, I'm Dave and this is my, this is my kid, Ellington. What? (laughs) Anyway, little Ellington, um, he was vaping. Uh, and then the CDC said to stop vaping. And so he stopped vaping 
and then he he used an uh, a dab cart, which the CDC never talked about. Never talked about any of that. They just said stop vaping. Uh, got he got a hold of a dab cart. Just took a few big inhales on it. Started using it. Loved getting stoned. Went to the hospital and died. Could you imagine? Someone you know or your child becoming sick or dying because of the CDC's negligence and the CDC's inability to communicate effectively to the citizens? Stop vaping? That's not guidance. That's ridiculous. People are dying. Stop vaping. Stop breathing. Coronavirus. Stop breathing. So I don't mean to get so ranty and rag on the CDC. I just like to because I hate them so much. I just dislike them so much. We're going to read an article right now. We're going to read an article over here from uh, ATHRA. This is the Australian Tobacco Harm Reduction Association. Australia has been having a real, real rough time with vaping and vapor products. Um, Yeah, poor Ellington, he didn't know. Little Ellington, uh, you know, he was just vaping on a THC cart. CDC said, stop vaping, stop vaping e-cigarettes. And the fact that they even included the term e-cigarettes in Evoli is insane to me. I mean, completely insane to me. Had no reason. E-cigarettes had nothing to do with it. Literally less than zero to do with it. None of the cases of deaths had anything to do with legal nicotine vaping from an e-cigarette. That's just crazy to me. That is Looney Tunes. That is fucking clown world time. Yeah, Australia, Peter's in Australia. So Australia's having a real rough time uh, with vaping and with nicotine. As far as I know, in Australia, nicotine is illegal. You can't manufacture sell or buy nicotine in the country of Australia. I believe it is illegal. They get it from New Zealand, so they're importing it, which I also believe is illegal. So they have their hands full in Australia. It was great when I was down there in New Zealand. We got to talk about uh, New Zealand and Australia and, you know, vaping, tobacco harm reduction, legislation, things like this. But uh, here's what I want to read, and here's where we're going to get into the... uh, To the gateway, yeah, but so what? (laughs) So what? Thank you, Governor Cuomo. Thank you. And I'm not, you know, the, the irony is not lost on me that I see Governor Cuomo giving a press conference talking about the, the, the COVID-19 epidemic and he used the word epidemic and I just, I felt like syndrome from the Incredibles. Hey, Governor Cuomo, when everything is an epidemic, nothing is an epidemic. You can't say, well, we had an epidemic of kids vaping, and now we have an epidemic of of coronavirus. You, You just devalued the meaning of that word. You've pulled the fire alarm too many times, Cuomo. You're the boy that cried wolf. Epidemic. It's another epidemic. It's another epidemic. How many epidemics do we have to hear about before we just, the the word loses all meaning and we go, I don't care anymore. I don't care anymore. Yep. Heroin was created to combat morphine. Absolutely. Absolutely it was. Actually, I didn't know that. Is that true? Heroin was created to combat morphine. 
And then Narcanon was created to combat heroin. It's interesting. It's interesting to me what the federal government does and doesn't want you, free American citizens, to do, watch, listen to, eat, ingest, smoke, drink. They have a lot of problems with what you want to (laughs) do. They have a lot of problems with what you want to do. Free, free as you can be in America as long as the state says so. Fuck the state. Sorry, I don't mean to be so aggressive, but fuck the state. Hey, look, there's some super chats, you guys. Uh, super chats are on. They're going. You can throw in a super chat. Those just get answered as they come in. Let's start off Matt Sinister, who's not even here, by the way. Club Graveyard is a killer. See you on the replay. I'll see you on the replay as well, Matt Sinister. I know that Club Graveyard sucks butts it's the i hate it i hated working graveyard yeah i I still think about graveyard i say this all the time i still think about graveyard shift every night i go to bed every night at like 10 10 30 when i'm crawling into bed i think at least i'm not going to work right now graveyard is the worst my most uh heartfelt sympathy for you matt sinister at club graveyard patches very gracious of you shout out to chris knoll and chris cosworth uh, we all work for you, Suck Vapes. Oh, we all work for you, Suck Vapes, and our birthdays are today. Shout out to you, Nick. You're the man. What? Chris Knoll and Chris Cowsert. Co- Chris Cowsert. Chris Knoll. Chris Cowsert. Boom. Happy birthday to you. You're being bumped. You're being shouted out by Patches O'Hooligan over here. Appreciate that. Max, very gracious of you. Thank God it's Tuesday. You kaye, Nick. Oh, Max. Maxim. Did I say, I'm pretty sure I said that correctly, Max. I called Max Maxine by accident on the vlog because I couldn't read the name properly, but it turns out Max's name is Maxim, but he but he goes by Max. All right, Max. Texas, mama. How much love, Nick. Uh, thank you for being amazing to me and hope. Absolutely. 100%, 800%. I'm so glad to see you here. I've never seen you in a live stream before. That's very cool. Hope you guys are doing awesomeness. Awesomeness in motion. Ranger man, very gracious of you, CDC. Conivining, deceptive, oh, conniving. That's me not being able to read. That's why I did so poor in school. CDC, conniving, deceptive clowns. That's that's a pretty good acronym right there for the CDC. (laughs) They're called the Center for Disease Control. Like... I feel like not only should they be all over coronavirus because, you know, it's in the name of their organization, Disease Control, but I feel like the CDC really, and this isn't like some, you know, uh, uh, holier-than-thou patriot sort of attitude, I don't want America to be running the world, but I feel like the CDC, the Centers for Disease Control in the United States should truly honestly be leading the way in this coronavirus outbreak. Other countries should be looking to the CDC. We should have our shit so together, but we don't. (laughs) CDC doesn't. It's so disappointing. I don't know how I could be more disappointed in the CDC. Uh, Listen, 417 Blades. Vote for Grim Gray 2020. Look, you can write me in. I don't want the job. (laughs) 
don't want the job at all. Nathan, very gracious of you. Adam Curry. Yeah, Adam Curry has a great segment about vaping on the Joe Rogan Experience. You should watch. Talks about the MSA and the vape epidemic. I loved it. I loved it a thousand times. I've watched it so many times. The first time I watched it, I was literally like cheering at my computer monitor, just overjoyed. And Adam Curry, of all people, I didn't, Adam Curry, Adam Curry is hip to vaping. He's hip to the MSA. He's hip to the vape epidemic. I'm thankful. I, you know, we've been trying to get Joe Rogan's attention for what seems like forever now. Joe Rogan not was only not was was not only interested in the subject and very interested in what Adam Curry was saying, which by the way, Adam Curry was spot on. Everything he said on the money, Mr. Curry, on the money. And Joe was like so fascinated by it. He he circled back around to it. Like he he's like, "No, let's talk about vaping again. Let's talk about the MSA." You know, he circled back around to it. I think that's fantastic. Adam Curry did a great job. I thanked Adam Curry on Twitter. Uh, I would suggest everybody get on Twitter, all the vapors, and thank Adam Curry. Uh, from what I've seen on Twitter, he's completely blown away that what he said on the Joe Rogan podcast had any sort of traction whatsoever. And I don't think he understands like the legions and legions and legions of vapors out there that have only been demanding the truth. We've only been demanding science and science-based legislation. He's completely blown away by it, and uh, I think we need to continue to blow him away. We need to show Adam Curry a lot of support because he's he's smart, he gets it, and he was on the Joe Rogan podcast. That's that's all. That's I mean, that's it. That's the winner. That's the peak. That's the king. You could start a petition. I don't know if it would do much good. And honestly, I don't want to just. I don't know if I want to get on the Joe Rogan podcast just from a petition. It would be like. All right, well, there was a petition, so we kind of have to have you here. Uh, what do you want to talk about, you know? <laughs> what do you want to talk about? Like, it'd be the most boring show ever. I want him to be excited about it. I want him to see, like, the possibility of this really great conversation around tobacco control, around the MSA, around why these state governors are doing what they're doing, around why why the CDC did what they did, Evoli, vitamin E, acetate, MSA payments, you know, uh, low youth smoking rates. There's so much. There's a, there's a plethora of things to talk about. Plethora of things to talk about. All right, Vapor Swaggins, hang on. I'll get back to you in one second, but not until... Not until we talk about the gateway effect. So here we go. Let's uh, let's read. Let's read a little bit here uh, from uh, Australian Harm Reduction Association. So like I said, Australia's been having a real tough time with vaping. Real tough time with vaping. And now we're going to talk about the gateway effect. Um, uh the gateway, see, eventually I am going to read this article. The gateway effect was actually made publicly popular by guess who? Guess. Guess who did it? Let's look. Let's look real quick. Look at that. Stanton freaking glance. <laughs> all of the vaping gateway articles are all from Stanton glance. There are like a thousand of them are from Stanton glance. We know how we feel about Stanton Glance. We don't like Stanton Glance. We don't take Stanton Glance seriously. We don't take Stanton Glance or his junk retracted studies seriously. He has lost all 100% 
of his credibility. 100%, 100% of his credibility. Hang on from the chat. Uh, have you been there to Italy? You really believe all those people are sick or even got tested, Grim Green? Uh, yes, of course I do. I read world news. I know what's going on in the world. You can't think that everything is a conspiracy. You can't think that everything is some sort of diversion. There are some things that you take real seriously, and one of those is a big you know, uh, influenza outbreak that is literally killing people. People are dead. You can go look it up. You can go read all about it. Italy has shut down the country, basically. In or out, you're not going to Italy. Try to book a flight to Italy. You can't. They've shut the country down because it's gotten so bad. And I mean, I you know, I can't, I can't make you care more than more than you do. But you can't, you you can't just go around thinking everything is a conspiracy. Did the CDC drag their feet and? Really botch the Evali investigations? 100%. Is the CDC botching this as well and not communicating properly, not having enough test kits? Absolutely they are. What's really happening is in Italy is really happening in Italy. People are dying in Italy. And a few weeks ago, they had very low confirmed cases. So yeah. I'd rather be safe than sorry. And look, maybe nothing will happen. Maybe in, maybe in a week, airlines are cheap right now. Yeah, of course they are. All the airlines have dropped their prices. Haven't you seen all those millennial memes going around? Where it's like, oh, I can finally afford a vacation. It's like, oh, millennials going to, uh, you know, millennials going to Europe and they're just get face masks and hazmat suits. It's like, oh, I got my $20 plane ticket. Yes, we are supporting science-based legislation. Thinking the corona is a hoax goes directly against all facts and reason. 100% against all facts and reason. And look, you know, it's whatever. You can think I'm wrong. You can call me wrong. You can badmouth me to the end of the earth. I'd rather be safe than sorry. No, I'm not going to Italy. Yes, I believe what's happening in Italy is real. I've been reading about it nonstop. It's all over the internet. I don't know how you could not read about it. I've been reading more coronavirus shit than I have like tobacco control vaping shit. Yeah, I went grocery shopping the other day. I went grocery shopping the other day. Do I think people are overreacting a little bit to it? Yeah, yes. I mean, you can't go to the store and take all the soap and toilet paper uh, because other people also need access to the soap and toilet paper. You know, you, you, if you go buy all the soap, you go buy all the Purell, your hands will be sanitized. But what about everybody else's hands? That's why vac- this is. I don't have to explain vaccines. It's a group immunity. So if there's large groups of people and we're all practicing good hygiene and we're all washing our hands and we're all using Purell hand sanitizer, it really is going to mitigate how that is transferred and how that is moved around, spread around to people. If we're all just wiping handrails and not washing our hands and touching our face and licking our fingers and, you know, then yeah, I mean, it's going to spread. It's going to spread around. And and the coronavirus goes from I'm sick to I need a respirator. 
The reason that people are dying from coronavirus is because they don't have access to, to, to respirators. There's not enough hospital beds to keep people alive while the virus is passing. Sorry. I've just been reading a lot about coronavirus, okay? I've heard, you know, and Michelle Mitten, I'm sorry, I'm still on the article. I promise we're going to read this eventually. Michelle Mitten said this on Twitter. She's talking about the only people that should be talking about coronavirus or putting out like press releases about coronavirus in any official capacity should be experts. That's it. Don't listen to anybody that's not a freaking expert on this subject. And a lot of this stems from uh, China and their non-communication. China pulling, uh, you know, the Vladimir I. Lenin nuclear power plant routine and controlling the flow of information. Oh, no, China's got this handled. We got this under control. No need to worry. Greatly underestimating the numbers of sick people they have in their country. Greatly reporting, underreporting how many sick people they have in their country. Sorry. Australia, I'm done with I'm done with coronavirus. Treat yourself well. Wash your hands. I don't want to hear about anybody getting coronavirus. And you know what? In a few weeks, maybe when coronavirus is gone is gone and done and people are like, "Why was that such a big deal? It disappeared so quickly and now, you know, whatever, we have a vaccine for coronavirus and now nobody is ever going to get coronavirus ever again." Then we'll do a live stream. You can all come on here. You can laugh at me. You can call me names. You can whatever. I'm cool with that. I just don't want anybody getting sick. So wash your hands. Wash your hands, man. Australian Tobacco Harm Reduction Association. Whoops, am I still here? Gateway. Vaping is a gateway out of smoking for young people. This is something that People walk on eggshells on this in the United States because people are so incredibly defensive of the children, you know, defensive of the children. You would never dare say maybe it's helping smokers. Maybe those kids that are now vaping, Matt Myers, maybe they were smokers before or maybe they were predisposed to smoke tobacco cigarettes. Maybe they were already smoking tobacco cigarettes Vaping is a gateway out of smoking for young people. Let's, uh, let's zoom in on this so we can all read it. Vaping is likely to be diverting young people from smoking rather than being a gateway to the deadly habit according to new research. There is also scant evidence of a so-called heavy air quotes here. Youth vaping epidemic. These were the findings in a new review published this week in the International Journal of Drug Policy by Australian academics Colin Mendelssohn and Wayne Hall. Uh, follow Colin Mendelssohn on Twitter. Again, I love Colin Mendelssohn. He's not one, you know, he's not like an influencer, uh, famous person or anything. Um, he, he's just a <laughs> Colin Mendelssohn's just Colin Mendelssohn. He here's what it says on his Twitter: Tobacco treatment specialist. Uh, and conjoint associate professor in the School of Public Health and Community Medicine at the University of New South Wales. Really, I don't know if I could have picked someone more boring to follow, but also someone so exciting to follow because he's got, he does so much, so many great tweets, so many great tweets. This was set up by Colin Mendelson. Follow Colin Mendelson if you care about uh, Australian vape legislation. 
The research debunks one of the major arguments used to justify Australia's ban on nicotine vaping products, that vaping is a gateway to regular smoking for young people who would otherwise not have smoked cigarettes. That's the big argument, right? That's what Matt Myers says. These kids would have never... These kids would have never rebelled. These kids would have never picked up a cigarette or, God forbid, a jewel. They would have never done that. They would have never initiated if it wasn't for vaping. And vaping's going to get those kids smoking regular cigarettes. That's the big concern is that vaping is going to transition these youths to cigarettes, which are freely available and legal in every gas station, grocery store, and convenience store across the country. <laughs> if that's if you're worried about them going to that through this, why are you banning this and not cigarettes? Which for the record, I don't want either banned, but that logic makes no sense. Makes no sense. Even though Oh, no, it doesn't say even though. Although teen vaping is associated with later trying smoking, it does not prove that vaping has caused the smoking. A more plausible explanation is that young people who vape are risk takers who are also more likely to smoke, drink alcohol, use cannabis and other substances and have unprotected sex. Here's the thing. That was me. Seventh, sixth, seventh, eighth grade risk taker. Just drinking alcohol, smoking cigarettes, smoking weed, other substances, certainly not having any unprotected sex. It's because I was playing video games and I really like Star Trek and Dungeons and Dragons, so I was invisible. However, vaping does not cause these behaviors. Key findings from the study. Are we still talking about coronavirus? Are we still talking about coronavirus? Jewel's a gateway to vaping. Yeah, exactly. Vape for one week. Exactly, Bradley. Damn it, Bradley. When you're right, you're right, Bradley, and you are right. Vape for one one week and then try smoking a cigarette after that. Good luck. Good luck. Smoking usually precedes vaping. At least 70 to 85% of teen smokers try vaping after having already started smoking. This is the argument that the youths are smoking and that vaping is displacing that, which does make a lot of sense, especially if you look at the data from the 2018 uh, National Youth Tobacco Survey. Sorry, I got a little Joe Biden there on you, didn't I? We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men who regret it, God, you know the thing. Say the thing, you know it. Hold these truths to be self-evident. Most vaping by adolescents is experimental and infrequent. Regular vaping is rare among non-smokers. Regular vaping by non-smokers is generally 1% or less in Australian and international surveys. Many adolescent vapors use flavorings only and do not use nicotine. Nicotine addiction is rare in vapors who don't smoke. In the U.S., less than 4% of non-smoking youth who vape have symptoms of nicotine dependence. Some adolescents use vaping to quit smoking. Yeah, that's the big one. Some adolescents use vaping to quit smoking. Look, if I had been an, an adolescent smoker, which I was, <laughs> which I was an adolescent smoker, 
and vaping was an option. Vaping existed. Like I could either try to bum and steal cigarettes or I could try to bum and steal vaping. I would have easily vaped instead of smoking cigarettes. And I was an addicted youth, adolescent smoker. I would have chose the less harmful option. When given the option, when given two options, youths are choosing the less harmful option and nobody's, uh, nobody's saying dick about it. Nobody's saying dick about it. Nobody's saying, thank you for not smoking, you guys. I'm glad you picked the right version. Unfortunately, this is also illegal for you until you're 21. That's, that's kind of, I feel like that's how this, uh, this more should have gone down. Youth smoking rates have declined rapidly in the UK and US since the introduction of vaping, making it very unlikely that is increasing youth smoking. It is more likely that vaping is diverting some high-risk teens away from smoking to a safer alternative. And they have a, let me try to find this image here. They have an image here on the website and I'm going to, I, Saved it. I'm going to try to show it to you. Um, Here it is. The Athrograph. Oh, it's so tiny. Oh, look at this tiny, stupid little graph. Can you see it? Can you see that graph? You can get an idea. You can kind of honestly get a general idea. Look how tiny this little graph is. If I blow it up, it's just going to... Sure, I guess you can't, you can kind of read that. So let's look at this graph. Young adult current smoking trends, AU versus US versus UK. So you can see everything. UK, Australia, 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 US. The UK is the big green line. Look at that. 2001, 25% adolescent smoking rate. Fast forward to 2018, almost 15%. Smoking rate. The United States is the biggest offender by far. I mean, by offender, I mean, I mean offender. It's not like in a negative way. <laughs> it's not in a negative way. The U.S., look at that big red line. U.S., 2010, which, by the way, vaping did exist in 2010. I was doing it. Lots of people were doing it. Sweet, fruity nicotine liquids existed in 2010, but there wasn't an epidemic. Everybody remember the big, uh, the big vaping epidemic of 2011? No, you don't. I don't either because Juul didn't exist back then because this is a Juul issue and not a liquid nicotine issue. So the chart, uh, YouTube is not receiving enough to maintain smooth streaming. Viewers will experience buffering. Okay. I apologize if you're, if you're experienced buffering right now, trying to prevent buffering. Look at this line. US, 2010, 20% of adolescents smoked. 20% of adolescents smoked cigarettes. 2018, would you look at that? It's creeping up on a, like in between five, what is that? 7%, maybe 8% down from 20 Come on, gateway effect. You mean to tell me that smoking, youth smoking rates dropped from 20% to right around 5% in the last eight years because of vaping? You mean to sit there with a straight face and tell me that vaping is a gateway to cigarettes? (laughs) That is 
You're dumb. You're dumb. If you're telling me that, you're an idiot. That is the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. Do we need to look at the chart again? See the big red line? 20% smoking rate in 2010. What is that? 7% smoking rate in 2018? That's, I mean, that's hard data right there. That's hard, 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 undeniable data right there. (sighs) Young people should not vape or smoke. I absolutely agree. However, the reality is that they will take risks whether adults like it or not. It is better for youth to rebel by vaping than by smoking deadly cigarettes, as vaping has only a tiny fraction of the risks of smoking and is less addictive. There is some evidence that vaping can change the brain and increase the likelihood of future substance abuse. However, there is no evidence that nicotine harms brain development except in rodents. Is a nicotine ban justified in Australia? Australia is the only Western democracy to ban the sale and use of nicotine. The ban on nicotine vaping is partially intended to protect young people from smoking. However, there is no good evidence that vaping nicotine is leading significant numbers of young people to smoke. Australia's nicotine ban is likely to have an overall harmful effect on public health by denying addicted adult smokers legal access to these less harmful products. Vaping is an effective and popular quitting aid for adult smokers. A less restrictive policy would be better for public health by allowing nicotine vaping for adult smokers who are unable to quit with conventional treatments. It would also restrict marketing and access of young people to nicotine vaping by limiting how and where these products could be obtained. Most importantly, it will save the lives of countless Australian adult smokers who are unable to quit. I'm going to put a link to this in the description of this video. But damn it, Colin Mendelson! it's not just Colin Mendelson. I just want to give Colin Mendelson all the credit because he's the one I follow on Twitter. But there's another guy too, Wayne Hall. You know, I don't know much about Wayne Hall or how he contributed to this new review that was published in the Internal Journal of Drug Policy in Australia. Who's Wayne? Oh, no, this is uh, colinmendelson.com.au. A very slick website, Colin Mendelson. Very slick website. So I'm going to be putting that in the description of the video so that we can all... Line graphs don't lie. Line graphs do lie, but line graphs based on the United States' own data, its own survey, does not lie. And this comes back to the National Youth Tobacco Survey, right? That's why we're banning flavors. Well... It's a little bit confusing as to why flavors are getting banned these days, isn't it? Some people are saying, oh, youth, the the flavors, the youth and the flavors. The youth love the flavors. That's why they're vaping. The youth love the flavors. That's why they're vaping. And that's why we're going to ban flavors. And then you turn around and say, well, according to the, you have to just pretend I'm holding the CDC's 2018 National Youth Tobacco Survey in my hands. Well, according to this, The 2018 National Youth Tobacco Survey, the number one reason given for youths initiating with vaping was curiosity. Well, yeah, but it's still, you know, it's the flavors. The flavors are why the youths are attracted to vaping. Even though it says the number one reason is curiosity, the number two reason isn't even flavors. Yeah, well... I think it's the, we believe it's the flavors. We think 
It's the flavor. We in power, definitely, it's definitely the flavors. It's definitely, definitely the flavors. Okay, I'm sorry. Just one last time. Flavors came in third in the National Youth Tobacco Survey. Wouldn't it be, I mean, shouldn't we try to curb their curiosity maybe by not, uh, you know, bombarding them with images of kids vaping and videos of kids vaping and telling kids that all your friends are vaping but don't do it or the Disney Channel doing a very special episode of That's So Raven where millions and millions of kids were exposed to vaping for probably the first time and maybe it piqued their curiosity. I mean, how ironic would it be if the Disney Channel actively contributed to youth vaping curiosity by doing that That's So Raven episode. Curiosity is the number one reason given, and we're just making them curiouser and curiouser and curiouser. Surgeon General's doing it, interviewing kids, telling them about vaping. California Department of Public Health doing it, telling kids about vaping. Look at this, it's vaping, don't do it. All your friends are doing it. It's vaping. It comes in candy flavors. Don't do it. All your friends are doing it though, but don't do it. But it does come in candy flavors, but don't do it. But all your friends are doing it, but don't do it. It's great actually. All your friends are doing it. Yeah, don't do it. All your friends are doing it to get high. Yeah, they get a huge nicotine buzz. It's honestly a lot of fun. Don't do it. (laughs) Curiouser and curiouser. All we're making them is curiouser and curiouser. If we had... At the first uptick in a youth vaping, any sort of situation, we should have just instantly done a PR move on vaping and made it an old person thing. You know what I mean? Should have got as many elderly people as we can to just go on the internet and talk about vaping. I tried to grow my hair gray so I would appear older so that it would look like it's an old thing. It's an old people thing, you know? It's an old people thing. Kids don't want to do shit that old people do. Kids don't want to do shit that old people do. Old people aren't cool. Look, it's not my fault for being so cool. I can't help it. I'm trying to have gray hair. I'm just kidding. It's an adult thing. Should have been an adult thing. Curiosity. Curiosity. The data does not lie. You, 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 can't, you, you can't say shit about the 2018 National Youth Tobacco Survey because it's data. It's there. This is, this is the data. This is the data that they're basing all of this on. I find it funny that the Surgeon General and the American Lung Association both had relied so heavily on Stanton Glance, and then he had that paper retracted, and that just left the American Heart Association kind of just standing there with their pants down, just a big old matzo ball hanging out there. And they and they retracted it, but not really. They retracted it like, eh, eh. So it turns out that this study that we based this whole quit lying campaign on uh it's completely false and it had to be retracted but still quit lying big vape (laughs) remember big vape (laughs) big vape ridiculous so like i said gonna put that in the description of this uh so we can all read about australia maybe we can follow colin mendelson he's got a lot he's got a yeah smoking i guess is an old guy thing even though you know I've seen a a substantial uptick in smoking recently. Ever since I got back from Amsterdam. Ever since I got, I did. This was purposeful, Vape to Live. This was purposeful. Gray hair, I wanted to have that politician hair. I walked in, I walked into Danny Tiger and I said, Danny Tiger, give me that politician look. She's like, say no more, fam. 
was like, give me the Joe Biden. She's like, say no more. Thin. I thinned out my hair on purpose. I'm not balding. I, I thin it on purpose so that I can have that that politician comb over look and gray. And I die, and, and it's gray. I dye it gray. <laughs> it's not true at all. That's not true at all. Who would like to spend the last half hour answering some super chats? And we're going to read about alcoholic ice cream and the lunatic politicians in New York State. I can't even think lunatic politicians in New York State lunatic politicians in New York state. Uh, Vapor Swaggins, very gracious of you. Mung Bean will save us. Bjorn. Uh, no, Mung Bean. Mung Bean is saving no one, Vapor Swaggins. Have you had the Mung Bean pod, Swaggins? Have you had it? It's bad. It's bad. It's good in no way. When you taste it, You'll just, you'll say, this is bad. Why did you make me taste this? And then we'll be enemies. And I don't want that, Swaggins. I don't want to be your enemy. So can we just leave this whole mung bean thing behind us? Uh, Blades, can we start a petition to get Grim Green on JRE? Uh, Look, you could. I don't know. Don't do it. That's, I don't know. Don't do it. I feel like it's just going to be a big waste of time. (laughs) I feel like it's just going to piss Joe Rogan off. You know, I've been tweeting at him constantly. I've put in a few requests. I may have put in a few requests uh, to be a guest on his show through the website officially a few times, different pitches kind of each time, you know, just whatever. Trying, it's whatever. I don't have my heart set on it. I don't, I, I'm cool. I, you know, I never, I didn't think I'd ever do it. So I'm never going to, you know, as long as I assume it's never going to happen, then I will never be let down. Right? Right? Ah, Texas, Uh, I'm not around due to my chemo. Good to see you. Okay, Texas, mama. I I, I love you. Nothing but love. You know, nothing but love to you guys. And I'll see you on, uh, I'll see you on Instagram, Texas mama. I'll see you on Instagram. Let's read another article. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling newsy and reedy. Do you guys want to talk about this alcohol ice cream? Alcohol ice cream. Creed was right. Mung beans do smell like death. Uh, Clowny's wife, Clown's wife says hi. Hi, Clown's wife. Hi, how you doing? Joe Rogan wouldn't have Biden on or... Yeah, I wouldn't have Biden on either. If I was Joe Rogan, I'd be looking at Biden going, this guy can't get through an hour of talking. Are you kidding me? This guy can barely string a sentence together. I'm not going to have him on my podcast. He came out... Came out and burst, endorsed, endorsed, endorsed Bernie Sanders. Not so much for Joe Biden, I guess. Sorry, Joe. Sorry, crazy old Joe Biden. Uncle Touchy over there. Uh, so this is going to be here. I'm just going to put this in the chat right now, and it will be in the description uh, of this video as well. So let's talk about this. New York Post. Let's uh, let's see how this looks. Uh, where the hell? Oh, that's right. I got to click on article reading. Well, I'm an idiot. So this comes from the New York Post. I love this editorial right here. It seems New York lawmakers can't even recognize hypocrisy. 
Yeah, uh, Joe Rogan did have Bernie Sanders on, and I listened to that podcast, and I really, really liked it. It's one of those. It was the it was the one linchpin. It was like the one thing that I had uh, you know consumed recently as far as media goes, that kind of like turned me around a little bit on Bernie Sanders. You know, I wasn't. Uh, I still not a huge Bernie Sanders fan, and the the reason it's just his methods. You know. It's just his methods. We, we all want the same thing. We both want the same thing. Bernie Sanders and me, we want the same thing. I just, I don't agree with how he wants to do it. Just don't. Strictly an issue of, of policy. I just don't like the way he's going to do things. I don't like the way he wants to do things. To me, that seems wholly, wholly un-American. But look, I'm a reasonable person. And I was listening to him on the Joe Rogan podcast and he was making a lot of good points. You know, he talks about being a man of science, which I definitely agree with. He always says that thing, Joe, these ideas, they're not that radical. They're not that radical. Healthcare for all. It's not that radical of an idea. It's not. It's not that radical of an idea. It's not. But you're also trying to propose it in America where we're crazy where we don't like change, where we don't like new ideas. We like the status quo, you know? We like Big Pharma having this stranglehold on us. We like it. We like it when cops uh, execute dogs and, and shoot unarmed citizens. We like it. We're weird. You're trying to do this thing. It's not that radical, but to, uh, you know, to, the, to an American citizen, it's crazy radical. Crazy radical. To the rest of the world, not so radical. To America, crazy radical. So there you go. That's Bernie Sanders. If, if, even if you're not a fan of Bernie Sanders, it's a great episode to listen to uh, Joe Rogan podcast. Check it out. Check it out. Ooh, Alex Jones got arrested. Nice. Nice. Whipped cream straight out of the freezer is way better than ice cream, less carbs. Cassie, I agree with you. But right now, we are going to talk about alcohol ice cream. Now, this is just a quick, quick little guy. Quick, 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 quick little banger. But we are going to have to poke fun at a politician um, who might otherwise be a fine, upstanding person and a fine, upstanding politician. But I cannot possibly forgive this person for what they said on the record regarding alcohol ice cream. Alcohol ice cream. It seems, so this comes from the Washington, uh, not the Washington Post, the New York Post, which Everybody has opinions on the New York Post. I'm not going to talk about my opinions on the New York Post. It seems New York lawmakers can't even recognize hypocrisy. We're fine with the state legislature easing the rules on alcoholic ice cream, but wonder how lawmakers square that with their recent move to ban flavored vaping products and e-cigarettes. Wow. Wow. Weird. 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 I'm glad that someone's finally picking up on this. The idea behind that ban was that sweet-tasting e-cigs will appeal to kids, potentially getting them hooked on nicotine. 
But won't liquor-infused frozen desserts also likely risk underage addiction? In fact, the sale of ice cream made with wine, beer, and cider has been legal in New York since 2008, as long as the product doesn't exceed 5% alcohol. Sure. You know what? The I, I love the idea of alcohol-filled ice cream. That is American as fuck to me. I love that. If I want to eat ice cream with booze in it, God damn it, I'm a free adult American. I should be allowed to eat ice cream with booze in it. I love this idea. For the record, I love this idea. The bill that the Senate has passed and the Assembly is poised to okay simply extends that permission to hard alcohol. So it's been legal to make beer, wine, and cider ice cream in New York since 2008. They just basically expanded this like, okay, well, this has been legal for so long. This has been legal for so long. Let's allow hard alcohol into ice cream, which rejoice. I think that's great. As with vaping products, there's a minimum 21 age limit plus mandatory warnings about potential hazards for pregnant women, drivers, and so on. So not completely different from how they're approaching nicotine, right? I mean, we could have adult-only vape shops where we card and have warnings and allow free adult Americans to consume their preferred flavored nicotine in the comfort of their own home because they're free adult Americans. You have to go into this ice cream place, 21 and over, mandatory warnings, including hazards for pregnant women, drivers, and so on. This is where we get to the really, the really great part. The really, the really great part. State Senator Brad Hoyleman. (sighs) State Senator Brad Hoyleman. Democrat from Manhattan is one of the many who voted to limit vaping, but loosen the alcoholic ice cream rule saying, I really don't see the comparison. Smoking in e-cigs are inherently dangerous. I really don't see the comparison. Smoking in e-cigs are inherently dangerous. What? By saying this statement of, I don't really see the comparison, smoking and e-cigs are inherently dangerous, what he's actually alluding to is that he thinks that alcohol isn't inherently dangerous? Don't touch your face. Coronavirus. I'm sorry. I have to facepalm. I don't really see the comparison. Smoking and e-cigs are inherently dangerous. I give up. I quit. Brad Hoyleman, what is wrong with you? Seriously. What is wrong with you, Brad? Here, let's look at a picture of Brad. Here's Brad. Look, Brad doesn't seem unreasonable, Brad. You're Brad and you're just Brad Hoyleman and you don't see that alcohol is inherently dangerous? Yes, exactly, Legion Vapes, exactly. Alcohol, by definition, much like nicotine, is a poison. Is a 
poison. Great. Let's look at how inherently undangerous alcohol is. No, e-cigs are inherently dangerous. Alcohol is not inherently dangerous. Okay. Okay. An estimated, now this is coming from the National Institute of Health.gov. An estimated 88,000 people, approximately 62,000 men and 26,000 women die from alcohol-related causes annually. (laughs) That's annually, Brad, annually, making alcohol the third leading preventable cause of death in the United States. 88,000 people annually, Brad, annually. Not inherently dangerous? You saw that? You went, alcohol kills 88,000 people annually. Let's definitely put it in ice cream while also banning flavored nicotine because the flavored nicotine is what's inherently dangerous. Uh, I don't even need, do I even need to Google it? How many people, can anybody answer me in the, in the chat? How many, uh, how many people um, have died from vaping flavored nicotine products just ballpark in the last 10 years zero i mean there was one kid who drank liquid in florida Uh, he swallowed a bottle of e-liquid and died and there was one kid brad what the hell in 2014, alcohol-impaired driving fatalities accounted for 967 deaths. 31% of all driving fatalities involve alcohol. Yet yeah, zero. Okay, I was hoping. I see, I think that was it. I think I was correct. Zero. It is zero. Brad, zero people have died from Properly using flavored nicotine. I uh, I vape all the time. I vape when I'm driving. Uh, I vape in my living room. Um, I vape all the time. And I've never had a warning like, oh, don't vape while you drive because the nicotine, it's going to impair your judgment so much that you might just crash your car and kill a bunch of people. In 2010, alcohol misuse cost the United States $249 billion. $249 billion. I really don't see the comparison. Smoking and e-cigs are inherently dangerous. How many people died from vaping? Nicotine? Brad? Zero. How many people are probably going to die this year from alcohol-related deaths? Only 88,000, roughly 88,000, Brad. That's it. Alcohol isn't inherently dangerous, Brad. You were right to extend this permission to hard alcohol for ice cream. You were correct to do that. You are literally incorrect about everything you think about e-cigs and vaping. And the only way I can tell that is because of your one very short-sighted, very ignorant statement to the New York Post. Brad Hoyleman, I don't like you. 
I don't see the comparison. Smoking and e-cigs are inherently dangerous. I'm pretty sure alcohol is inherently dangerous. I'm pretty sure there's warning labels on alcohol saying pregnant women do not do not drink this while you are pregnant. I'm pretty sure there are warnings that say do not drive a motor vehicle if you have been drinking. It's only 88,000 deaths, Brad. No big deal. No big deal. No more way more deaths than Evoli caused. Way more deaths than vitamin E acetate caused. 88,000 deaths. But we allow alcohol in the United States because it's our right as an American. In America, you have the freedom to be stupid. And if you want to be stupid, I could be stupid today. I have the freedom to be stupid today. I could drive to Ralph's. I could drive to Ralph's and I could buy a handle of Swedish fish flavored vodka and I could literally drink myself to death if I wanted to completely legal. The only thing standing between me and that is my ID. They'll ask me for it, but that's it. The checkout stand lady isn't going to go, oh, what you're doing with all this vodka? I'm going to drink myself to death. They don't care. They'll just sell you the vodka because we live in America where the cashier behind the clerk, behind the cat, behind the cash register goes, but that guy's buying a lot of vodka. And that's where my responsibility ends. I'm going to sell him this vodka because we live in a free country where he can buy six jug handles of Swedish fish flavored vodka if he wants to. I should be allowed to buy Swedish fish flavored vodka. I should be allowed to have Lucky Charms and birthday cake flavored beer. I should be allowed to have Jack Daniels or Kahlua flavored ice cream. And God damn it, I should be allowed to vape a pineapple flavored e-liquid. Unreal. It's unreal to me. Bang the bang the bang the drum of adult choice. Always bang the drum of adult choice because I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem with alcohol ice cream. Who would have a problem with that? I don't know. Sober people, straight edge people, maybe. Thomas Crow has a drive-through liquor store. Yeah, we had a drive-through liquor store in Carson too when I lived in Carson City. Drive-through liquor store. Drive-through liquor store. Crazy. Society at some point is just going to have to go, ah, fuck. Okay. Look, we really like booze, so <sighs> okay. Vaping's fine. You know, it's gonna come to that. There's just this catch 22. There's this double-edged sword of like, if you, if we set the precedent of taking a legal, completely legal product away from adults based on youth experimentation, you are traveling down a slippery, slippery, slippery slope. And it will truly and honestly be a matter of time before someone, before there's a pave for booze, I guess that was mad, Mothers Against Drunk Driving, but they didn't want to ban alcohol. They just didn't want people drinking and driving. There's going to be an angry mother group similar to PAVE for everything you love. They will come for everything you love. You like McDonald's? Sorry, we have an obesity problem. And now there's a group called Parents Against Eating McDonald's. Pay 
and they are going to legislate and they are going legislate they're going to to make a stink they're going to lobby they're going to call politicians and they're they they will want to get McDonald's banned it's a real slippery slope when you let an angry few decide the outcome of a majority that's insane to me too slippery of a slope too slippery of a slope so Damn it, let's wrap this up, you guys. I've been having a great time here on Tuesday, Bro Tuesday. I had another article that I wanted to read, but maybe we'll save that for next week. Maybe we'll talk about menthol next week. Maybe we'll talk about menthol next week. Um, But that's where I'm gonna wrap this up. And Brad, damn it, Brad. Look, if you live in New York, look into Brad. See if he's worth voting out of office. He's, you know... Brad, I've looked into Brad, okay? Brad's a good guy. He's a good guy with an otherwise smart smart head on his shoulders. He's done a lot of good stuff for the state of New York. He's a state senator, but he's done a lot of good stuff for the state of New York. I don't have much against Brad other than I don't really see the comparison. Smoking and e-cigs are inherently dangerous. Don't see the comparison. <laughs> you don't. You don't see that alcohol is inherently dangerous, you crazy person. So we got to make fun of Brad. I'm going to put links for uh, uh, basically everything that I talked about in the description of this here video. Much love to you, Addie Tooney. Much love to you, Angela Garrity, Italian Hillbill. I appreciate all you guys. Advocate for Liberty. Uh, AZ Advocate. I don't know if AZ Advocate's here, but AZ Advocate's just basically become my hero. He's one of my favorite advocates. I just love that guy into the ground. And like Jeremy says, if you're here, don't forget to hit that like button. I would appreciate it. I am a bad YouTuber. I don't tell people to like, comment, and subscribe. But if you're here and you're not subscribed, eh, why not? Jump on. Hit that subscription button, man. We have a lot of fun over here. Mountains. Loads. Loads. And if you're here, hit that like button. Just hit it. I sure would appreciate it. But uh, but anyway, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up, you guys. Remember to always stay informed. Get on Twitter. Get in the know. Start reading. Start reading articles. Start reading studies so that you can speak to these things. It's very, very rewarding. Read and read and absorb and keep fighting the power. Keep fighting the man. We have to defend vaping. We have to defend vaping, not for us, not for anybody else, not for YouTubers, not for liquid manufacturers, not for me, not for Recoil RDA, not for any of us. We have to defend vaping because we all got to quit combustible tobacco cigarettes in the greatest, most pleasurable way possible. Easiest, simplest, most pleasurable way possible. And every smoker deserves that same right. Everybody should get to quit smoking the way that we got to quit smoking. And that's why I do this. That's why we do this. Always remember to wash your hands. Wash your hands, fight the power, and damn it, keep fighting. Keep fighting, damn it. Uh, There is a rally on May 2nd. Uh, Coronavirus be damned. I guess we're all going to be in Washington, D.C. on May 2nd. So it had better get cleared up by then. Because I'm about to book my flights to the rally on May 2nd. Uh, UVA. Pardon me, pardon me. I didn't mean to burp. UVA is putting it on. It's going to be a great rally if it's anything like the rally last time. But anyway, 
Let's go ahead and wrap this up. Really appreciate you guys being here for a Tuesday Bro Tuesday. I know you have a lot of choices here on YouTube, but I appreciate you coming over here and hanging out with me, old Grim Gray, for a few hours. I really appreciate it. I caught some of Jay Hayes' stream earlier as well. I like it when the community comes together for streams like that and, and just, I don't know, I like that we, we all hang out. I don't know. I don't even really know what I'm talking about. I just, I'm, I'm really kind of overflowing with gratitude. I just really appreciate you guys coming out and I really appreciate you guys keeping up the good fight and giving a shit enough about vaping to stay informed and to get out there and make your voice heard. That just makes me so proud. I love being a part of this. I love being a part of this community. I love being a part of something that's bigger than myself. And this is something that is very much bigger than myself. Take a bath and hand sanitizer, Tom. I know. Buy my plane tickets now while they're cheap, right? Anyway, have a great night, everyone. Thank you guys seriously so much for coming out. Uh, Remember that no matter what any crooked politician tells you, always, 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 let's keep on vaping, you guys. Peace out.